0: So uh, you've said that uh, the, the, the latest is that uh, the classes have been suspended until further notice. But what is the situation like this morning at CPUT?
1: Well, for the first time in a long time, I actually didn't get any messages throughout the night to to kind of say what had happened overnight. So, yeah, security-wise, it seems calm. Um, I think both staff and students are just recovering from, from the chaotic Scenes that we saw a day ago.
0: And speaking of those chaotic scenes, I mean, there was torching of buildings across uh, the campuses. Uh, uh, What led to all of this? So things
1: got underway at around 11 a.m. Staff were forced to leave their posts by groups of students who walk around the campus and force you away from your desk. Um, They then gathered outside the admin building. Um, and demanding an audience with our Vice-Chancellor. But the VC has spoken to the students on three to four separate occasions um, in the week before that. Um, obviously, the mob grew to around a 1,000 or so, and when the Vice-Chancellor didn't come out, they started stoning the private security in the building, and that then led to those scenes of chaos that you saw probably on the news. Um, and that continued for a few hours on campus, there were 19 arrests in total because this wasn't just exclusive to our Balvo campus. It was also happening at Cape Town, and then there were also scenes at Mowbray. So in total, we had 19 arrests for that day. Then at around 11 p.m. that same evening, we um, had reports that protesters were trying to set the main admin building alight, which they luckily didn't succeed with, but they did succeed in, in completely gutting the security control room, which is at our Balvo campus and it's really the sort of heart of where security operations take place from and also the entire facade of the entrance to Balzal campus. Um, on that same campus they also destroyed two cars and altered the admin building again and on our Cape Town campus they also completely destroyed um, our short courses. So it was quite a night.
0: And do you know uh, whether those students have appeared in court already? What's the latest on that? From what I understand, the 19 that had been
1: arrested in the afternoon appeared yesterday. And I think the cases were postponed for about a week. And then there was one arrest linked to what was happening at Bible that evening. And that 26-year-old will appear in court today.
0: So Lauren, uh, we know yesterday you said that uh, classes have been suspended until further notice, but uh, have there been any more negotiations between uh, management and the students? And what is the way forward? Uh, When are you hoping to resume uh, with operations?
1: So, in the immediate term, the General Assembly, which is a continuation of a General Assembly we held on Friday, um, it was supposed to be held on Saturday, that has now been cancelled as a result of what we saw happen, um, obviously, this week, because the feeling is that, you know, if you're going to invite staff and students to a gathering, you need to ensure their safety, and I think at this stage, I can't do that, definitely. Um, And... We have communicated to staff and students what our contingency plans are for examinations um, and also for assessments. So we are thinking that lecturers, dependent on their own specific needs for their courses, can either set assignments, but things are essentially going off-site. We've also secured the Wingfield military base, which is where we successfully managed to have our assessments for the 2015 period. So up until earlier this year, we held our assessments there successfully without incident. So we're very grateful to them for opening the site up to us again. Well, Laura and mm Zakina, I I know we didn't mention the fact about the three security guards that were actually locked into a burning building. So obviously, we are very traumatized by. So there was a lot of media reports about the fact that one of the guards had supposedly died. That was just a rumor um, on social media. We, from our understanding about what happened on that day, uh, three of the private security guards were locked inside a burning building, and they were lucky enough to be saved by some of their colleagues. So obviously, I think the staff and everyone, just a new low for us in terms of the protest and what's happened, and it's really taken it to another level completely.
0: Certainly does. That is very concerning. But, Lauren, thanks for speaking to us, and uh, please do keep us uh, informed, updated with the situation there. Uh, Spokesperson for the Cape Peninsula University of Technology, Lauren Kansley. 105.1, the home of s Starter. Tweet us on at SAFM Radio. Inhumane and heartless to quote our senior producer about what Lauren Kansley from CPUT just shared with us about students locking security guards in a burning building um, and, and, and somewhere this madness has got to stop. But we continue our update to tell you what's happening around uh, some of the campuses in the country. And uh, we go now to uh, the capital where students at TUT's main campus say that they would like to continue with studies while negotiations with management are taking place place. Uh, The SRC campus secretary, uh, Vanessa Matlobokwane joins us on the line now to tell us more about the situation there. Vanessa, thanks for speaking to us this morning. Thank you, ma'am. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks, Vanessa. Uh, Can you confirm for us reports that classes have been suspended due to violent protests on the campus?
2: on, On the term of violence, there was no violence on campus. It was just a peaceful march. But being a peaceful match, we could not continue with academical activities yesterday. They had to suspend
0: academical activities yesterday. So it wasn't violent. Uh, have the uh, have classes been called off, though?
2: Uh, classes for today, management had said that classes were resumed today, but by the look of things, it would be impossible for classes to resume because of uh, the protest is still continuing. As it said that Sasco the student the South African Student Congress has called for a national shutdown of all universities.
0: So it would not really be possible for activities to resume. Okay, so, so tell us more about that call from Sasco because someone actually sent me something earlier. But perhaps just for the benefit yes. of the listeners, what is that all about?
2: Uh, that's about the free increment? Basically it's about the call of free education and fee increments. Uh, When it comes to uh, free education, the reason why they called it is because of the belief that private sectors must assist government when it comes to paying for free education. The the call really is about free education for all in South Africa. We are saying that we are demanding free quality education as South Africans.
0: So to this end, you've called for a national shutdown today and tomorrow. Yes, ma'am. And then how's this been received by other student bodies and formations uh, across the country?
2: Um, other student bodies across the country are responding very well, said because of um, if we really check, most of the universities already are on a shutdown. They started way long before other campuses can start. Um, for TUT, it's only that... Disruptions started earlier uh, last time before we could go for an early recess and yesterday. So they just continued from what happened yesterday but in a peaceful manner.
0: And and, and the question that always gets asked is, what about those students who don't agree with this view, who want to continue going to class, uh, who rather would have the negotiations happen parallel to the learning? What do you say to them?
2: We are saying to them... uh, I'm actually agreeing with them as an SRC member to say that can we go to portrooms and negotiate on their behalf with their political structures, their heads of structures, negotiate on their behalf. And those who are striking, we are not anti-strikes. i are not saying that we are not supporting them. We are supporting them, but on that as well, we must check out our academic calendar and say that can we continue with academics while we are still negotiating because of we are far behind when it comes to our academic calendar. It's it shifted to the 15th of December. With more disruptions and more days that are lost, we'll find ourselves on next day, January writing exams next day, January and it's well out to students because of realities during 60th season, students can't really study. Now we'll be having a high rate of exclusions, academic exclusions and
0: so forth. Looking at what's happening across the country at the various campuses, destruction of property, for example, do you think that SRC leadership across the campuses should be held accountable for the destruction of property? Uh, Come again? Do you think that SRCs and other uh, student representative bodies should be held accountable for destruction of property on campuses?
2: No, they should not be held accountable. Why not? Because of, before you can become an SRC member in our campus, particularly at TUT, you are deployed by a structure. Now, we've got political structures, we've got vocational structures that partake in those strikes, whereas SRCs are not the ones that are in the forefront of it. At all times, they are trying to cool down the situation, saying that, but, comrades, can we at least have an understanding with management to say this is how we are going to do things. But it cannot be that SRC must be held accountable for the damages that have transpired on campus because of, they did not send those students to go damage. So should anyone yeah, be
0: held responsible?
2: Uh, whoever was found damaging university property, I believe they must get arrested because of, we are going to need that property once we are done striking.